Hi, friends. A quick update from one of our former guests, Pete, from Summer Pops Math Workbooks. Pete wanted to reach out to Principal Matters listeners in search of writers for an upcoming pre-algebra workbook. If you know a talented pre-algebra or algebra teacher who you think would like to make some extra money as a content writer, send them to summerpopsworkbooks.com. The deadline to apply is September 27th. Hit the hiring button at summerpopsworkbooks.com. You know, I've had some insightful conversations with Pete, and I have looked over the Summer Pops workbooks. And if you're looking for a way to improve all your students' math skills, I highly recommend you check out Summer Pops. It is an amazing program from a reputable company, and you should check them out at summerpopsworkbooks.com. Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 361. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast where each week we bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. And this week, I'm back with our co-host, Jen Schwanke, Deputy Superintendent at Dublin Schools and the author of three, almost four great books. Jen, I don't think I've ever introduced you without stumbling over Deputy Superintendent of Dublin <laughs> City Schools. <laughs> It happens. I was I, I was in a meeting this morning, and the gal said, "What are you again?" I and I've known her for you know years now. She, I know it's normal. Don't worry, I'm not offended. Well, for anyone who's meeting Jen for the first time or meeting us for the first time through this podcast, you know we met. Gosh, six, seven years. It's been a long time. Back when I was working for our state principals association, and you had written the book, "You're the Principal Now." What you were still a principal of an elementary school in Dublin, and um. So, so much of our lives at that point had been shaped around the principalship, the roles that we had done together. And then I invited you on as a guest and we did a long series together over You're the Principal, Now What? And then eventually I realized this podcast can't really exist without Jen Schwanke in the room. So you <laughs> you said yes to co-hosting. So uh, for Principal Matters listeners, at least twice a month, you're getting to, most of the time you get to hear Jen's voice as a part of these conversations. And several episodes back, Jen, we introduced a reflective cycle that I've been using in a lot of principal coaching that I do that I've borrowed from a business model by Michael Bungay Stanier called the coaching habit. And there's seven questions that I use in that reflective cycle. And I just on the spur of the moment ask you, can I do a reflective cycle with you? And you said, yes. And I'm just going to say, because I loved when I get feedback from listeners to just say, thank you. Thank you for the number of people who emailed me or texted me or reached back to me to say how much you enjoyed that conversation with Jen and Jen, what the people told me in that conversation was so helpful for them was hearing you chew on those struggles that they're chewing on too. Right. And so, um, so as a result, I think I promised you in that episode, you could do it to me. <laughs> I did. I think I said, if you're making me do this, you're doing it too. And so here we are. We're going to have fun with it. I have been looking forward to this, people. I have. I told Will, let's get started because I want to know these answers. I want him on the hot seat. Okay. So, okay. Are you ready? Yeah, well, I, I've tried not to over-prepare my brain knowing we're going to do this. So, so I could give you the same um, format of, okay, there's a, there's a few things that are in my brain, but I've, I've tried not to over-prepare. So let's go. 
Okay, let's do it. So we're going to open up with the kickstart question and you need to tell us what is on your mind. Okay, so it would be dishonest for me to say anything other than the new work I'm doing. So what's been on my mind and what wakes me up in the morning and what keeps me you know, thinking throughout the day is strategies, scheduling, um, priorities, um, income, because that's a part of the work I'm doing, invoicing, website design. There's so many moving parts in um, the work I'm doing now it, that's different from school. But in some ways, it kind of reminds me of school in, in the sense of there's so many moving parts that you have to manage them all while at the same time keeping what's most important in mind. But I would definitely say, Jen, that what's been on my mind is just, um, for lack of a better way to describe it, business development, because that's that's what's new for me. So that's a very nice period at the end of that sentence, but you're not done yet, Will, because next is the awe question, A-W-E question. And that one is this, what else? That's so good. Um, <laughs> and even though I've used these questions so many times, I struggle just as much as being on the other side. Um, when I think about what else is on my mind, um, I'm I'm beginning to run into some things that I haven't quite figured out solutions for. Um, and so I'll just give you some examples. One of them is a website design. I've had the same website for years and I have been in the process of developing a replacement for months. Um, in fact, just to be completely transparent, April, more not, not this past April, April, a year ago, April. Um, and so that work began. And so the, all of the development side of that has been going on for a long time. But I've run into a conundrum, which is connected to the podcast, which is that the new website has been built um, on a different hosting platform, but the podcasts that we put out every single week, Jen, are connected. And I didn't know what all this stuff meant because I'm not very techie, but it's connected to a, a specific, what's called an RSSS, an RSS feed. So there's a specific address or link address that's used every time we do a podcast that goes out through the the website and into all these channels, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, all these places people listen to our podcast. So if we switch the website to this new platform, it becomes a different RSS feed. No. And so so the the challenges and with the designer I'm working with, he's designed a lot of websites, but he's never faced this question, which is what happens when you have a new RSS feed? Do you, and so so we've we've been stuck there. We've actually reached out to Apple and Spotify, and we're not getting specific answers. So I've been setting on this transition forever, and now we're finally oh. ready to launch it. And so I have been um, kind of just punting, you know, like postponing and postponing and postponing till I'm till I can get a better answer. So that's that's one thing that's been on my mind. <laughs> that's quite a what, a what else? My goodness. <laughs> that's a big deal because it's not like you want to just experiment with this. That's a lot of years of work. Okay. That was a great, that was a great answer to a question. The next one is your focus question. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. You need to do some jumping jacks or anything? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just kidding listeners. What's the real challenge here for you? Oh, what a great 
I love these questions um, because now I'm struggling. Uh, yeah, they're horrible. They're, they are. They're, I, I love think, them, but they're horrible. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I think the real challenge here for me is um, recognizing that the expertise that I may have that have helped me build the opportunities I have for principal development, training leaders, all the work that I love to do um, that actually is connected to what provides income for this to be a, a real business, which it is, doesn't, is not informing necessarily a solution for me <laughs> in areas that I'm not an expert. And so I'm, I'm recognizing that there's some things I'm running into that are way over my head. And right. so, um, so there's a part of me that's always been very prone to take risks because I believe that a friend of mine, Nick Davies, does a presentation called Break Lots of Things. You know, be willing to just try things and take risks and Carol Dweck's growth mindset. All that stuff is important to me. But then there's also a part of the work that we do that I recognize there are some risks I shouldn't be taking. And so trying to figure out like what the solution is in an area that's out of my comfort zone. And so um, so I guess this is really humbling to be asked these questions and be talking about them publicly to say, um, I don't know what the heck I'm doing when it comes to some things in my work. Uh, I feel really strong in some things, but really, really weak in the things that I just don't know. Well, and I think that's going to resonate with anyone who's starting something new this year. Um, you know, anytime you you risk your, and by the way, there's a risk question coming up, but anytime you throw yourself out there and take a risk, you, you feel a little bit lost. Okay, let's go to a foundational question here. What do you want? Well, what do you want? I love that question too, because that question always brings me back to the core of, um, so I'm going to answer this two ways. Um, first of all, I have to remind myself, what do I want for this work? And what I want for this work is what we're doing right now to give listeners and leaders ideas, inspiration, practical solutions for the work that they're doing. And so I don't want to do anything that, that that risks damaging or jeopardizing those outcomes because that's, it's like in schools, my heart as a principal was to make sure that we had student-centered solutions. And so in this work, I'm trying to make sure I've got solutions centered on best service to the people that I'm supporting, um, which include principal matters listeners. Um, but when it comes to what do I want when it comes to this new website and figuring out all these technical solutions is also the same answer. I want to create um, an improved space where people can uh, come and find content where the website runs at better optimal speed, which is why we're switching providers because it's going to optimize better. Um, it, it's actually probably going to enhance the number of people that can interact on the website and maybe potentially if everything's in the right places, um, it might also increase audience interaction and, and listeners. And so it, there's a potential for growth. And so I've got this heart of, I want to serve faithfully the people we're supporting, but I also know that we can actually improve that service if I can figure out this new launch. And so, um, so I, I feel stuck and I have reached out to some friends. Well, um, I'll be honest, one other friend who's strong in technology to see if maybe he can begin researching some solutions, but I really haven't reached out beyond that. So even as I'm talking about this, I'm recognizing 
that I really haven't done the homework of reaching beyond my direct contact or maybe one other friend to really search out a solution other than jumping on Google. And, and so I'm talking, I'm coaching myself right now, Jen, which is, I know, and, yeah. Which you, say, you, you saved yourself though, because when I asked that question, what do you want? You were about to get your, um, get my finger wag because you answered what you did not want first. You basically don't want to mess this up and you don't want to not help people, but you saved yourself and you answered what you do want, which is you want <laughs> to serve. You want to serve, you want to help, and you want this daggone website to work. That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so you saved yourself. Yeah. Well, and so I think what, um, just, just talking about this out loud has really helping me think through the fact that, um, in all the busyness and you and I know how important starting school is and all the busyness of starting new work and all the busyness of setting up meetings. And, you know, I do a lot of content creation, et cetera, but I haven't given the same intentional focus to finding solutions for this as I have been to that. And so I think it may be time for me to, um, Oh, I think we said this last podcast, tuck in my cape and quit <laughs> pretending like I can just figure out the answers with maybe one or two questions, but um, ask for help. Support for Principal Matters is sponsored by Aptigy. Aptigy powers the identity of thousands of school districts across the U.S., they help superintendents market their district brand. And now Aptigy has rolled out rooms which is a powerful tool for principals and teachers to better engage families. Rooms is a two-way communication and messaging tool integrated directly with your school app. Rooms has parent-teacher messaging, translations, classroom announcements, and even PBIS behavioral tools. When you visit aptigy.com backslash rooms, you'll see how they make it incredibly easy for you to improve family engagement within your school. Chat with Aptigy and book a time to learn how they can help you onboard families and provide ongoing training for teachers with rooms. Learn more at aptigy.com backslash rooms and tell them you heard about it first from Principal Matters. Support for Principal Matters comes from DigiCoach and its walkthrough tool. I want you to picture walking through classrooms, observing teachers and students. In just 10 minutes, you hope to see good instructional strategies and student learning taking place, or maybe you have some questions about something missing from instruction or planning. Instead of taking 30 minutes to write a follow-up email or leaving your teacher unsupported, wouldn't it be great to have an app on your phone or tablet where you could send immediate feedback while also collecting data? Enter DigiCoach, a customizable walkthrough and coaching tool created by school leaders for school leaders with thousands of pre-written, research-based commendations and coaching tips empowering you to provide quick, actionable feedback. DigiCoach is not an evaluation tool. Instead, it is an easy-to-use feedback and coaching tool, an efficient way to store your notes and to collect data for improving student outcomes right in your hands. It can be used on iPhone, Android, or tablets and includes speech-to-text functions. Make the most of your walkthroughs with a tool that saves you time and enhances meaningful feedback to your teachers. Go to digicoach.com 
to learn more. And please tell them Principal Matters recommended you check them out. That's digicoach.com. Well, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I feel like we just had an aha moment. When you work for a school district, um, you know, when tech goes wrong, you call the IT department. Mm -hmm. But I think maybe you're thinking, oh, wait, I this is me. <laughs> I, got, I have to do this now. And so that will help you with what you want and will lead to um, the lazy question, but a, a, a great one, which is how can I help? And that I being me, and don't you dare say anything with an RSS or a www on the front how no, can no, no. i help <laughs> yeah but but i even though jen you're not you neither you nor i are technology people even though we we podcast and we use technology all the time neither one of us would claim that we are like that's our expertise so i would love just to hear if you were in my shoes or you're coaching someone else what are some things that either i might need to some things I've said that might need to be reinforced or maybe some additional thoughts I haven't even considered. I, I love how you did that. You turned that on me. So you get to um, take a sip of water and think for a moment. Here's what I think. I um, used to do a lot of work with choice literacy and the person who led that was a literacy expert, a master, masterful leader. And she hated her website because she didn't know it or understand it. And she knew it had to be fantastic and she just hated it. And she told me that there was a point where she thought, listen, when I, you know, when I taught, I couldn't hate the children. I couldn't hate the books. I couldn't hate the um, techniques, I had to embrace them. So maybe I can help you embrace this part of the work that's uncomfortable for you, the part that makes you a little anxious, the part that you don't know. And um, we can do that through conversation. I can give you feedback. I can, um, you know, you know, help you with that. I remember five years ago, well, you and I talked about just barely talked about you going out on your own and consulting full time. And you talked about monetizing your, your work and um, putting yourself out there. And so I hope in some small way, way I hope then, and maybe I can help now. I'll be your cheerleader. I'll be the one with the pom-pom saying, you can do this. You can do this. I love that. Well, I want to <laughs> come back because I want to clarify um, something you just said. So when you were talking to your friend who hated her website and you said, she said, back to you that I, or you, you were reflecting that it's, it's just so important that we don't hate the thing that we do. We right. don't, you know, we don't want to hate the, the products of our learning, our kids. We don't want to hate the content that we're teaching. So we know we're going to serve better when we love both the people we're serving and the, in the processes that we're using to do that service. Right. Um, and so the question that's floating in my brain right now is how can I learn to love or embrace finding yeah. or embrace the the, yes. solu the solution here because that's going to lead to that kind of outcome right. where I'm going to actually have greater joy in um right. in the service. I think about, you know, when you were 16, you probably had a terrible first car, right? It probably barely got you where you needed to go and you probably hated it, but you probably loved getting where you needed to be, right? And so in a lot of ways that's your website. So I don't know that you need to love being um, someone who oversees a website, but you can embrace it and you can love getting there where it, where it needs to take you. Okay. So the next question is the strategic one. And let's think about this, all the things that are on your mind, your challenges, your, your um, stepping out on your own, all of that. If you are saying yes to this, what are you saying no to? I think this is going to be pretty profound for you. This is going to be the hardest question. And it always is when I'm on the other side of it too. And so as soon as you started asking me that question, Jen, 
listeners can't see me toggling my my screen, but I pulled up my calendar because, right. <laughs> because I realized that, oh, there are all kinds of things that I have prioritized in my schedule for the next nine months, in the next two weeks, but I nowhere on the schedule have scheduled when I'm next going to be addressing this problem. And so the first thing that I'm going to do is actually just schedule into my calendar in advance time to work on this. And so, because I think that it's, and not, even if all that does is push me to make another phone call or have another conversation or do a little more research, but, um, but I, but with that, I think strategically, um, another thing that I'm writing down that I'm going to say yes to is, um, is, you know, finding an additional support. Because when you said earlier about, um, I can't remember in all the context, but you ask who is my IT department? <laughs> right. And I realized that I'm trying to be my own IT department with one right. person helping me support that work. Um, because that's not my greatest strength area, I'm going to have to figure out who my IT department is. Exactly. And if you don't have one, find someone who could do it for you so that you don't l- waste your time or your joy on something that is is tricky for you. Um, so I'm going to push a little bit. I'm going to push you. If you're saying yes to this, what are you saying no to think, think with a broader lens. So you're working, you're traveling a lot now you're working in a different capacity. What have you left behind? What did you say no to? And how does that make you feel? Wait, are you asking me (laughs) to, to identify what I still need to say no to? Or are you asking well, me what I've already said no to? Well, I think that you could go a little deeper, my friend. Okay. You said yes to this new job. What did you leave behind? What did you say no to? Well, I said no to a lot of things. Um, you know, because I left the position that I had as an executive director for our state principals association, I said no to supporting and and developing ongoing relationships and professional development and advocacy work. A lot of the stuff that I did full time in that job is no longer exists. And I've quickly replaced that schedule with lots and lots of PD and coaching and virtual meetings in addition to podcast interviews and time to write in my book, the book that you've already finished and I've barely begun because I'm trying to work on my fourth book too. And so, um, so, you know, there's, um, I'll I'll be really practical. Um, I'm probably, if I'm going to, accomplish some of the other things that I need to get done. I'm probably going to have to push pause on some of the additional meetings that I've been scheduling that don't have to happen, but I'd like, but I just like doing them. Mm -hmm. Um, and including sometimes, um, well, this is so funny. I'm talking about the podcast with the podcast listeners in you, but I'll just talk (laughs) about the podcast. So my, my wife today was asking me like, how many more podcast guests do you need to bank? Cause you've got podcast scheduled will all the way through December. So, so, but I'm on calls with three or four people today doing podcast interviews. And so I think in that question was a lot of wisdom, which is, which is just what you asked me, what are you going to start saying no to so that maybe you can say yes to some of these other priorities. And she didn't even know I was wrestling with that priority um, in the context of that conversation, but it applies. So I don't know if I've even answered your question you yet, did. Jen. So you, keep pushing. Yep. 
Yeah, that's, and thank you for letting me push you. I, I think it's important for listeners to think that through whenever you take a new opportunity, you're leaving something behind. And what I heard was it's okay because you're filling those no's with other yeses. And I think that's just important for people to, to think through and to be really, you know, be willing to go deep with that self-conversation. Okay. I have one more question for you. What was most useful to you? I think what was most useful to me was exactly what people tell me when I do this with them was I had permission to reflect out loud with somebody that I trusted to help me get out of my head, the things that might actually be potential solutions, because this is the first time in all of these. And I've been talking about this in my own head and with Missy and with, um, with my support that's helping me develop this website. Um, and with the friend, other friends, you know, occasionally, but I don't think that I've ever recognized until we were just talking like, um, I need my own IT department. I, I need, okay. I need to find, I need to find a, a solution that he, that's going to be able to support me in this work full time. That's not going to require me to be the expert. And, um, and so, um, and, and I'll just be really practical about that, Jen. Um, even though, listeners may not care for me to get this nitty gritty, but, um, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, there's no way I could have done this work if I couldn't have created enough potential clients and income to replace the work I was leaving. So, so, so I have generated contracts all the way through the end of June of this year and some even into June of 2025. And so the work is there, but if I don't, find a solution for this other piece of my work, then I, it's kind of like farming. I'm still driving an old tractor trying to plow a lot of fields and I've got a lot of fields to plow. Um, and so, <laughs> so, so it's going to actually probably save me money and probably even create more income opportunities. If I'm willing to even, if I'm willing to, cause I'm, cause when I think about finding help, I'm thinking about the cost too. So obviously there's people who can help me that just because they're friends, but then there's also help that I can, and, and, and I'm paying for this IT support, but it's just not enough yet uh, to get over this hurdle. So, um, so anyway, I, I think I'm rambling, but I no, hope that but, helps when it comes right, to what, thinking about how yeah. it works. You're on a, you're juggling a lot of balls right now and you're, it's about priorities, right? And it's about um, how you can be your best self and give what you want to give to the people you're serving, um, own your work, but not own the parts that are going to take you away from your mission. So um, that was fun. I loved having you at the end of those questions. That was great fun. I was me. squirming. I um, know. You were pushing, you were pushing hard and, and it's, it's really, it's kind of odd. It's almost like um, I'm trying to imagine like if we were at school and we suddenly did a coaching episode and I'm in front of all the teachers and you're like asking me to agonize in front of them over right. something they all might even be privy to or not privy to. But you know what? This practice has been really good for Jen. It's been good for me in the reflections I've done with leaders, but it's also been good for helping me stay clarified on my own decision-making. And I, I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again as we wrap up. But it was a year ago, about now, because it was the beginning of the school year, where we were doing some principal coaching 
with a group of leaders through our state principals association. And so I've given a shout out to my friend before, but I'm going to give him a shout out again. Glenn Absher leads the elementary association for Oklahoma. And we had developed a coaching program together for school leaders. And we were using Michael Bungay's model here, these questions with a group of leaders. And we asked them to set in groups of three. So you could have one person asking the question, one person giving the response and a third person observing and taking notes so they could add additional thoughts. And so I love, it's called the triad and it's just such a powerful way to, to have leaders share together. And one of the groups was missing a third person. So I jumped in. And so everyone was going through rounds where every person got to share a challenge. And when it came to mind and it was what's on your mind, what was on my mind that day was like, I'm really struggling with whether I need to stay in this role or go, push my principal matters work into full-time work. And I shared that because I had asked them to be vulnerable and honest about the real thing on their mind. And when it came to me, Jen, I was like a deer in the headlights because I was like, crap, I'm going to have to share with them what's really on my mind. And I could punt or try to find something different, but I'm going to just be honest. And you know what happened in that conversation? When they, when the, when the person on the other side was asking these same clarifying questions, that was when I, it was that conversation when I decided to do this. It was that conversation that got me focused to the point where I realized that this is what I need to do. Because one of the follow-up questions in the, after the strategic that you can sometimes ask is if you decide to, if you decide to make this decision, what do you think the impact of it will be? And so this other leader asked me that question. What do you think if this is exactly how she said it, if fear and money were not an option, where would you make the most impact when it comes to helping leaders? Right. What are your barriers? And if you took them away, what would that look like? So, I mean, that's it. That's, that's the question, right? That's it. Yeah. So (laughs) I want to apply this back to you, Principal Matters listeners, as you're stepping into your year and you're facing challenges. First of all, if you, if you'd love to get on the other side of Jen or me and reflect, we welcome the feedback and we would love to have conversations with you. But I just want to ask you that question too. What's the impact of that if as you're thinking about that decision, if if fear wasn't an option, if the if the if the obstacles could be removed, what would be the impact of of taking an action that you know needs to happen? And so, Jen, I think when we wrestle with these things, like I've been wrestling with this thing today, I'm realizing that the impact here is so much bigger than just a website. It's also right. about the service and the outcomes and the, the growth for other people. So thanks for doing that to me. Yes, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was. Well, I want to just invite Principal Matters listeners to stay connected with the work that we're doing. And so, Jen, um, folks will be listening to this either at the end of August or the beginning of September. So remind them how they can stay connected with you. Yep. They can find me anytime at jenschwanke.com or jenschwanke at gmail.com. And guys, you know, you can find me, guys and girls, at williamdparker.com. And until next time, thank you for doing what matters. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, everyone. You can find free resources like this one at my website at williamdparker.com. Check out the services link on williamdparker.com to learn more about leadership academies, mastermind offerings, and executive coaching. If you're planning professional development for the year ahead, or you're looking for keynote presentations from any of my books, please email me at will at Thank you for learning together today. And thanks again for doing what matters.